the public's trust in the media is at an all-time low. Perhaps it's time to hand over the newspapers, cameras and microphones to our children to get their take on the news. Well, this is the premise for News, 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 a TV news show made by children for adults that two British theatre makers are creating with young journalists from Mount Monganui Primary and writer Rosabelle Tan for the Tauranga Festival. It'll be filmed in front of a live audience and broadcast online. Bullying is one of the topics up for discussion. Does bullying happen in the workplace? Absolutely, it does. I'm sorry to say. There's just been a research done by the Human Rights Commission in New Zealand and this year, and they interviewed about 2,500 people, and about 40% of those said that they've been bullied in their work life. And 20% of those said that it actually happened in the last 12 months. Why do people bully in the workplace? I think people that bully, they're often not very happy themselves. But it often has to do with um, power. You know, people want to be bigger or better than someone else. Well, two other groups involved will be reporting on what life will be like for them as adults, with a climate scientist and fortune teller among their interviewees, and why Mount Maunganui Beach means so much to the people of Tauranga. Andy Field and Becky Darlington have created similar shows overseas, so I was curious to find out if Kiwi children are bringing a different perspective to this production. I spoke to three of the young journalists, but first Andy explains what sparked the idea for News, News, News. Probably watching the news and being disheartened and grumpy was the sort of the background noise to the making of this show. But I think that the real point of inspiration was actually an earlier show that my partner Becky and I made called Lookout, which we actually did here in Tauranga in February 2020. And that was a show that was all about the future and asking young people to share their views of what they thought the future of their city would be like and during the making of that show we always used to do a fun exercise where we got the young people to be news reporters reporting on imagined disasters in the future of their city and from the very first time that we did it playing the role of a news reporter was something that the young people so were so good at and clearly so enjoyed we were like well we have to make a whole show around this and whereas that show lookout was this very very intimate performance where the young people were having a conversation just with a a single audience member at a time we thought well if we make a new show that can give these young people a platform to speak to hundreds if not thousands of people tuning in online um so that that was really the, the the point of inspiration for it now, you're working with Rosabel Tan here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and, of course, with the young ones. What brief do you give them when you're sitting down and talking to them and explaining what you're hoping for? How much direction do you give them? We try and give more support than direction, I suppose. So we try and create the space in which they can sort of take ownership of the project. And the, the very first thing that we ask is we, we all sit down in a room together and we ask them, uh, what do you think that the adult news talks too much about? And if you were in charge of the news, what would you like to talk more about? We have that conversation and I'll let, I'll let these guys be the ones that tell you what they said in that conversation. But we have that conversation together and that's really the starting point for making this news programme together. Now, I see that there are um, three themes, the beach, the future, and I'm talking to three of the young reporters looking at bullying, such an important subject. But I think, first of all, I'll get them to introduce themselves. Um, My name is Ali, and I'm 10 years old. I'm Indigo, and I'm 11 years old. And our third reporter is? 
Laurie and I am nine years old. Well, who'd like to tell me why you thought that bullying was a really good subject for you to go and talk to people about and learn more about? Bullying is such a massive worldwide topic. It's everywhere and it affects everybody in one way or another. So since it is so big and so worldwide, it's really hard to stop. And um, we think that people aren't taking the certain steps that is needed to stop it. So we want to bring awareness in the fact that we all should be taking these steps because bullying affects so many different people in so many different ways. Um, It has a big effect on people's lives, so it makes it a really negative and important thing because we need to stop it. 100% right. And who'd like to um, answer this question for me, which is, who did you decide you'd like to talk to about this and what was it like talking to them? We interviewed a principal about the perspective of bullying from a school. We interviewed a lady that works at an organisation called Multicultural Toronga and we talked to her from an experience of bullying was on the street or at home and then finally we interviewed a lady yeah that's a psychologist and we thought we could interview her for kind of the work perspective. I listened to a little bit of the interviews that you've done and I thought all of your questions were really excellent so you must have thought a lot about the kinds of questions to ask. What was that like for you? One of the ways we came up with some of the questions is we had a bit, we sat down and we thought, what should we think about? And then we thought each person, we had a bit different set of questions. Some we included the same, some were different, but we included very similar questions on each. We basically had a big discussion and we thought about what is talked too much and then what is talked about not enough. So... We went into the not enough and we, um, yeah, we had a big discussion and we kind of came out with our questions that were very important. Ali, what has this been like for you to be part of this? I mean, the most exciting part hasn't even happened yet when you, when you um, do the live performance uh, and you have it filmed. But, you know, has, has this been important to you and have you learned a lot about bullying? Probably like maybe like being on camera. <laughs> so when we when we come to do the show next week, Ali's going to be one of our two news anchors, along with Laurie actually. So they're going to be the news anchors that are presenting the the sort of the news broadcast. So yeah, Ali's Ali's a natural on camera. It's going to be exciting for you, Ali, isn't it? Getting getting um, to be able to do something like this. Do you think you might like to be a journalist when you're older or a news anchor? Probably not, but I kind of did this because, like, to come out of my comfort zone. Indigo, when you've been doing the interviews and thinking about this, what what have you learned anything, do you think, about bullying? Do you understand maybe better why some people bully? I think with a lot of kids, adults misjudge the fact that they do understand bullying. So, um... 
I learned a bit on the steps that we could take to stop it, but I think I already knew a lot about the bullies and why they did it because they come from a potentially un not so good space and that's why they let their anger out on the victims. I think I learned quite a bit about the steps that we need to take to stop bullying and the fact that we all need to come together and it has to be a worldwide decision that yeah we're gonna do this. So I learned um, a bit in that circumstance and in that area. And Laurie, a lot of the time I think grown-ups we talk a lot about young people but we don't listen to you do you hope that being part of something like this means that older people will be quiet for a moment and really listen to you and and your you know what you're thinking about what you're worried about yeah so i think that sometimes adults can say that they don't care what the younger people think and obviously this isn't all adults but some adults can do do normally do this and they and it's quite sometimes it's annoying for some children because they have actually something important they would like to say and it's not yeah it doesn't have enough attention to it so I think we can shine the light on this topic and maybe even shine the light on ourselves to say that we can talk Andy, these are three very, very thoughtful young people. The bigger picture here, because you know we know that there's never been so much news. You can binge on news 24-7 um, if you want to, but the trust in journalists, and this is my profession, so it hurts, but I understand it, trust in journalists has never been so low. So is this also an opportunity for people, I don't know, to rethink um, maybe learn how to trust the news again? I'm not sure. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think that was certainly when Becky and I were kind of conceiving of the project, that that was one of our key aims was to create a space in which we can all sort of interrogate what the value of news is and who we trust to tell the news and and how that trust is generated. You know, Becky and I were creating this show in the UK in the aftermath of the Brexit referendum, which was an absolutely awful time in, in our in our country's history. And not only for, for, for the outcome, but for the way that it, it created these these profound divisions and this really sort of um, poisonous sense of mistrust between people and between people in the same community. And part of the point with this show was that it felt like adults to a certain extent had abdicated their responsibility to create a forum for people to come together and talk and listen and hear about the important events for their communities. And if adults can't be trusted to do that anymore and to deliver that space, then perhaps it's time to let the children have a go. You have worked on this project in other countries, and I was just curious for a compare, comparison and contrast, really. The, as I mentioned, the three topics that, that uh, these students are looking at are the, the beach, Mount Monganui Beach, in fact, and why the beach is important to them, bullying, as we've discussed with Laurie, Indigo and Ali, and the future, you know, what will life be like in Tauranga for the children um, of 2022 when they're adults? Really interesting mix of people they're speaking to as well. I've got to say, as a journalist, they're really great choices. But overseas, have you found similar concerns of the young people or quite different? 
each time that we've done the project, it, it's a balance between these large universal themes that we see everywhere, which are sort of largely to do with the environment and this anxiety about the future. I think that that is true of, of all the young people that we've worked with. But those are always sort of colored or manifested in a, in a different way, depending on the very sort of particular local circumstances. So here, you know, this is this is a place that's really defined by that beach. It's also defined by the kind of precarity of the environment. You know, what is this this kind of very beautiful, but very fragile ecosystem going to be like in the future. So uh, there are there are these these things that connect in each space, but also things that make it really, really particular to each city. The last version that we did of News, News, News before we came here was in a, a, the city of Manchester in the UK. And again, you could see these, these big concerns about um, the environment and about our climate, but that was manifested in that instance in this very this particular concern about air pollution and about the quality of the air that the children were breathing around their school, which was, yeah, actually really like heart heartbreakingly bad. So you, you can see the ways in which the same large themes, the same large concerns manifest in completely different and unique ways that uh, respond to the, the environment that the children are growing up in each time. Laurie, I asked Ali before his favourite part of this, and I think that might be coming up when he's um, anchoring a new R2. But what, what, so far, what's been what you've most enjoyed about being part of News, News, News? I've really enjoyed meeting all this, these new people, and they're all so nice. I also really enjoyed coming up with all of these fun ideas and fun games to play, and also having such a good time and coming out of my comfort zone and where I don't really normally do where I go. I like that. And what about for you, Indigo? What's been special about this for you? I think that it definitely, like, created a friendship. Like, uh, me and Ali were never friends before. She and I have never really been in the same class and now we're friends. Me and Laurie, I've met so many new people and become friends with a lot of people. And I think that actually going into journalism could be a potential job and it. And it's kind of like opening your eyes and seeing the world a bit differently. It's really nice being in News, News, News. Even though it may take up our holiday, I think it's worth it. And um, yeah, it's been a lovely experience and I'm enjoying it. And I hope I'll, I continue to do more things like this. Well, I hope you become a journalist because I've spent my life as one and it's just the greatest, greatest profession. I think you'd be fabulous. And, and Ali, I, I, I'll give you the last word as well. Um, I, I like what Laurie and Indigo were saying about friendships. Has that been one of the, the most important things to you in this? You've learned a lot along the way, but I guess it is those friendships, eh? Yeah, probably the same as Indigo. Andy Field, and you also heard from Indigo, Ali and Laurie from Mount Monganui Primary. News, News, News plays at the Addison Theatre in Tauranga on Saturday as part of the City's Arts Festival.